Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi, villains, and welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast. We're delighted to say we're nearly back playing football again. Aston Villa are nearly back on the football field after the rigours of uh, COVID-19 uh, hopefully are behind us uh, for this short period. And uh, myself and Paddy are here today, I suppose, mostly to focus on that and focus on the game against Man City tomorrow. Paddy, how are things with you? Not too bad, Neil, and yourself? I'm grand. I'm grand. I wish it would stop raining here, though, because uh, my dog literally are very much so takes to the to the phrase that there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad coats. And uh, he doesn't care if it's raining. He, ha- he he still wants his walk. He doesn't care. Whereas I'm not too partial to, to getting drenched twice a day. Um, so the sooner the weather gets a small bit better, the better for me. Um, and uh, yeah, my demanding dog thing can get his walks without me getting soaked to the skin. You've got to get over the weather though and just get on with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've actually, but, uh, I've actually joined this uh, Villa Walking Club on Strava. Oh yeah. Um, I started yesterday, so just to give me a little bit of an incentive to to get out and walk around. I also took on another challenge of walking the Ring of Kerry for eight weeks. I have eight weeks to do it, so keep me going. Keep oh, me bad. focused. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You'd be fit. You'd be fit so for the start of next season. It'd be great. That's another, the hope, yeah. Another option at left back. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty but, over 40, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, I suppose, look, it's, um, we're finally good to see the players back out in the field again. You know, we saw a couple of photos this morning of them training and Dean Smith to say his press conference and uh, things seem to be looking good and we look to be, um 
you know, I'm, I'm not going to say over the worst of it because I don't, we won't be over the worst of it until this whole thing in the in the communities is gone. But uh, as of looking at looking towards Wednesday, um, our, our first team looks to be in, in, in some way in order, should I say. We won't fully know, I suppose, mm. until the teams are announced. But uh, we saw pictures of nearly every one of the first team uh, training today. Emmy Martinez, uh, Bertrand Trore, Ross Barkley, Jack, all the guys there, which is good to see. Yeah, Good to see that again. Absolutely. Obviously, we don't know how it's affect, affected each individual, and we won't until we see what team is put out tomorrow night. I think the only notable person, and it could be just bad photography that I, I haven't seen, is Anwar Al-Ghazi from those that started the last game or those that we'd want to start a game. So um, hopefully he's doing okay, but uh, not not to start any rumours or anything. No. <laughs> he's, just, he's just not showing up on the photos. Um or, or Trezeguet, and of course we know Trezeguet had it because he, he yes, came out he and said so. Mm. Yeah. Um, but it's good to see yeah, um, even the likes of Wesley on the pitch today. So um, I think we're, we're slowly but surely getting back to a, a, a full uh, bill of health there. So, um, and of course we would presume that Ross Barkley, uh, COVID pending on, on, on how that is, we should see him back in the Claret and Blue very quickly. Yeah, just got to pick up on the piece about Wesley there. It was great to see it, and it was great to see that he was actually highlighted by the club. Um, the Brazil-to-Brazil Brazil connection kind of was, was how they kind of uh, focused on it. He was training with Douglas Luiz. Uh, good to see him back out there because uh, while we know he's not going to be ready for weeks yet, you know, it could be it could be the end of February. You might even, might even see him this year. You know, you don't know what way what way injuries like that are going to are going to take hold. But uh, to see him out there kicking the ball around is very very heartening. And uh, you know, God knows we need bodies up there. Uh, we certainly do, and uh, it's fantastic to see him there and see him around the team again. Because less, you know, we we have paid a lot of money for him, twenty five million ish. Yeah. And while he. You know, for some people, he didn't butter many parsnips at the start of last season. He still ended up with six goals, I think it was last season. It could have been more, five or six <laughs> goals. And and like we kill for somebody to be able to come in at a, at a period, at any period during the year for maybe 16, 17 games and maybe get a one, have a one and three record. You know, that's that's kind of what you need to, to kind of keep you ticking over, especially in the Premier League. So uh, hopefully he does come back uh, before the end of the season and hopefully we get to see him playing again. Uh, which is which, which is fantastic. Now you mentioned somebody else there as well, after the Wesley piece, and my tired mind has forgotten. Ross Barkley. Ross Barkley, yes, yes, yes. So Ross Barkley is going to be going to be a huge addition. We've been waiting for it for quite a while. Uh, in a roundabout way, the two week break or the ten day break that we've had here from playing games should have played one hundred percent into his into his hands from the point of view of. Uh, from the point of view of, of, of his hamstring injury. And uh, I'm delighted. I think he starts, provided that there isn't any setbacks, I think he starts on Wednesday. And somebody that I've definitely been looking forward to see uh, come back into the team because um, he's just a good player. You know, get as many of the good players as we possibly can back and, and have options. Uh, even if he starts in the bench or even if they start with a more traditional or more familiar midfield, uh, he's still going to be an option there, as I say. It's still going to be someone that can maybe mm. turn the game. Uh, the players look up to him. 
Um, he, he started well and the, the coaches trust him. So, so brilliant. Absolutely fantastic to see him back there because in the four or five games that he did play for us prior to injury, he was talismanic. You know, he scored goals, he set up goals, he came deep, he played almost as a second striker at times and, and, and he did everything really well. And above all else as well, I think, height in midfield and height in the penalty area for someone like Ross Barkley or for, for the team like Aston Villa, like we have a smaller team, is very, very important. Even if it's just from getting your body in the way and not even getting on headers, it's just, I think it's very important. And and he's only 6'1", but he's still comfortably the tallest midfielder that we have, I would imagine. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Um, no, obviously we're we're much better with him with him in the in the squad. So it's great to see him back playing, and you know it'll be it'll be interesting to see. You know it's 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 a strange one to even try and pick who's going to be playing here because there's obviously going to be players that it's affected more than others. And while they're all back on the pitch, that doesn't mean they're all going to be capable of of, of lining out for ninety minutes tomorrow or sixty minutes mm. or even thirty minutes for some of them. So. Uh, we just got to hope for the best. I, I envisage we might see either the bench or even on the pitch, we might see a couple of under-23s. It's not beyond the realms of possibility. So um, let's just, I'd say we could park <laughs> um, trying to name a team of, of who's going to play tomorrow night until we see who, who it's affected the most. And no doubt we'll uh, we'll have a better vindication of it by the time the, the team is picked at five o'clock tomorrow. Mm, absolutely. Um, someone we most likely won't be seeing uh, tomorrow, Paddy, is Conor Horan. Um, looks, reports today look like he has finalised the move to Swansea. I think a very good move for him um, into the championship. Am I, am I happy to see him go? Absolutely not. And we mentioned this on the last podcast because, uh, you know, uh, not, not even just the Irish affinity, but the... Uh, the guy's a good guy. He's a good egg. He's 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 good for culture. He's good for good for morale. He's good for uh, a professional ethos within the team, uh, and so on. So like character wise, absolutely. Um, he he could do things we on the field that we don't really have as well in the team. There's yes, look, there are parts of everybody's game in this team that we would like them to be better at, and there are parts of Conor Oren's game that we would like him to be better at too. But um, a functional uh, Premier League player and somebody I think that. This uh, hasn't really done much wrong this year, but as I say, it's uh, he's he looks like he's on his way to to, to Swansea. And um, should I break out the Kleenex for you, Paddy? Are you going to, yeah. going to have a little? There's going to be a few tears. Well, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Now I'll be I'll be uh, I'll be very sad to see him go. Um, obviously, um, the Irish connection. Even even putting that aside, uh, I think he's a really really good guy. He's a really good player. I think he's a victim of our success this season. I think mm-hmm. if we weren't doing so well, you know, he could very well be in there shoring up a midfield. He's just he's a victim of how well our system is doing and the fact that he just doesn't fit into it the, the way we play. And um, that high intensity game just doesn't suit him and that's no reflection on on how good a player he is there's many a system he'd fit into perfectly and 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 be an asset to uh to any club and i know i know sky sports are reporting it's a deal done but the clubs haven't but um i'm quite surprised to see him drop down to somewhere like swansea i thought you know he he might get a, a, a premier league run with someone in some part of the table, but you know, you're looking at the likes of Brighton and someone like that that he, he could fit into their system for quite easily. But look, 
132 games he's played for Aston Villa. Mm. You know, he was absolutely pivotal in the run we had to, to secure promotion. Um, his goal against the Baggies in the playoff semi-final, his goals against the goal against Blues, particular favourite of mine. Uh, you know, 23 goals in 130 games, you know, yeah. one in five from midfield. He, you know, he, he owes us nothing. We got him for a song, um, you know, for a guy that rose from League Two right up into the Premier League, scoring in all four divisions, um, you know, from the, down the road from us here in Cork, you know, the band in Beckham, as you you renamed <laughs> yeah. them at one stage. Good thing we didn't get the, get the T-shirts made, isn't it? <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm i'm bitterly disappointed that that you know it's quite it's kind of the feeling i have when james chester left as well Um, just a, a bit of a hero you know moving on so um if he is to go best of luck to him yeah uh, i can i can't i can't praise him highly enough for what he's done Um, the goals he scored and just for being a genuinely driven uh exceptionally nice guy who uh Mm. I can only wish to hope that he'll have a really good career when he moves on. Like he's only twenty nine, he still has some good years ahead of him. I hope he does well both for whatever, whatever club he goes to, and and also for playing for Ireland. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I, and that's the only that's the selfish part from this is getting him more game time is better for us internationally. We've spoken before, and that <laughs> you know I wouldn't be wouldn't be pinning any hopes and and on getting a couple of trips to the Euros or to a World Cup for this Irish team anytime soon. Um, just because of the mismanagement that no. at board level, but uh, as as we keep on saying every time we bring it up, it's uh, you could do a whole series of podcasts on that and um, and still not get to the bottom of it. But yeah, we will miss him. Um, left footed, as they say, they're 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 commodity at times, you know, especially for deliveries into the box. But um, yeah. we've we've done we've done okay. We've done well with. Uh, players and I suppose Bertrand Trory's deliveries from with with the left foot have been um have been pretty good as yeah, well since absolutely. he's came in. So you know we'll definitely miss him. And you know I think his place is most likely looking like looking more and more likely should I say it is going to be taken by um Marseille player Morgan Sanson. Uh, have you had any chance to look at him? I, it, it broke very much so at the end of our last podcast. I added in a small piece um just about <laughs> what I knew of him. Um yeah. have you had any chance to look at anything from him Paddy? Um, just been looking at you know the usual YouTube reels and and stuff mm. like that. You know, um, I think, um, from his point of view, the, it, it looks like the the TV deal in in France is really struggling. So money is at a premium. So, um, and also they're making way to to bring in a striker by the looks of it. So, mm. um, we may benefit from that. I'm just, I'm a little bit apprehensive. Until till I see him arriving in Bodymore Heat to get his medical or somewhere in Birmingham to get his medical because uh, it's probably still a long way off. But, you know, 26 years of age, you know, all, all of those uh, YouTube reels that I've looked at, he's just exactly what we need and exactly the type of player. Um, he's a little, little bit of all our midfield uh, rolled into one from what I can see. Mm. You know, tough tackler. Uh, he has that McGinn torn. He's a he's a little buzzy bee getting around the place. He's you know he's a, when I say little he's he's, he's six foot tall so doing him injustice there. But you know he's he's a, he's ever vescent. He's he's very, he's quite similar to John McGinn. Um, 
albeit no disrespect to John McGinn, probably a lot more skilled than John McGinn. Um, scores goals, creates goals. Um, so, you know, it's exactly what we need. <laughs> Yeah, look, we've we've read all about what he's done, I suppose, with Marseille so far, and how he's kind of grown into grown into the role that Villaspoa had for had has for him this year. He's only had 11, 11 appearances, nine and and two, but he scored a lot of he scored three goals. I think it is two goals and three assists. I think is what he has this year. But mm. what I started to do was because sometimes when you start looking at the at what he is now, you kind of. You, you kind of start hearing it becomes an, a, a kind of an echoey kind of uh, kind of situation. You hear the exact same thing over and over again. And what I wanted to do is I went back and, and I looked at some reports on him because he's not come out of nowhere. Like he's he was very, very, very highly thought of. And I know that he was, I know for a fact he was linked with Villa. I just can't find the actual article some years ago when he was at Montpellier when he was maybe 21, 22, 19, mm-hmm. 20, 21, 22. I'm thinking maybe 2016. I'm thinking maybe Probably around they, the time we saw in all the rest of the French. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm thinking it was then. So I even went back further and I, I started off with articles from him when he first kind of broke onto the scene at, at, at 19 and he was with Ron Pelle and, you know, they were raving about him. They were holding like the, the French media and the French, uh, French pundits um, and writers were, they were holding him in the same, uh, in the same breath as, People like they, they they were questioning whether maybe uh, Real Madrid should sign him instead of signing Casemiro or uh, you know Verratti going to going to P- with PSG. They were saying maybe you know Sanson is as good if not better. No, I did, I know he did have an injury, um, which curtailed him for a year, um, and that's okay. I I'm not one of these people who says oh injury you gotta. You know, you got to look after somebody with an injury. I think medic- yeah. medicine has has moved on an awful lot, depending on the injury, obviously, of course. Medicine has moved on an awful lot. But, you know, this guy was in teams of most promising French players with guys like Anthony Martial, Serge Aurier, Marquinhos, uh, Umtiti, uh, Verratti, as I say, Kurzawa, Tauvin. You know, like he was in good, good stead, very, very good stead. And at that stage, even though he was playing wide right, wide left for Montpellier and, and sometimes in that kind of Ross Barkley role just off the striker um, they were saying that he was going to be an absolutely world class deep line playmaker midfielder type I suppose like that's where they, they were basically saying that he would play in the in, in the, the same role as where we where you'd see Marco Verratti plays for, for PSG and I think we'd all like somebody who was kind of like Marco Verratti because he's bloody brilliant <laughs> but um I think it's important, I suppose, to go back like that because when you see players break onto the scene at such a young age and they're getting, um, they're they're getting a how will I say it? They're getting a lot of games. They're get and and they're shining for doing one or two things. You know, you don't lose that over time. You know, the the, the ability to play in a position you don't lose. Yes, you you may break down slightly from a from a physical physicality point of view, but you don't lose the ability to play play in that position. Um, so at that age, when they were talking about him playing maybe a deep lying, a deep lying position, even though it needs most from Montpellier that they had him and he was performing very well in a, in more of a wide areas or more of an attacking area, that they always saw him as their apparent to whatever was going to come further back the field. I mm-hmm. like that. It really interests me. It really, really interests me. It shows the the um, the adaptability of the guy. So. I like it. I like to hear stuff like that. And, uh, you know, there's this article, there's an article on Bleacher Report whereby they literally sing his praises and they have him in the highest of esteem. 
um, as I say, up there with guys like Casimiro and uh, Iramendi and stuff like that, you know, and and yeah, you know, if he was there at one stage, and it's not that not that long ago, it's what five years ago, um, why not? Why can't he regain that form for Aston Villa? No, like all the signs are there, and all the signs point towards he's the type of player that fits into our system, and. You know, I know at the moment it's only speculation and I'm always a bit reluctant to get too excited when these yeah, things are linked. Absolutely. Bear in mind absolutely. bear in mind that there was a number of clubs tried to sign him in uh, July and August. So mm-hmm. I'm sure their ears have pricked up if 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 they haven't already, you know, filled that position as such or if they're if they're not looking again, you know, who who knows whether West Ham are gonna come back in, look for him, because apparently they had a bid uh, rejected so look it's uh it, it's, it's still out there it's still a possibility but uh of of a lot of the the the, the links that you read and and you know prospective players this is the one that i i really really want more than i, I wanted uh, uh what was that player that were linked to Every every year we're linked Rash- to them. The Rashidza. Rashika. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he, he seems like a much better player than him. So um, yeah, there's, there's there's reason to be excited if 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 it is a, a done deal. So um, fingers crossed that we we'll, we'll have some breaking news in the next couple of days. It does appear that there's something happening. If they're, if they're letting Connor go, there doesn't seem to be any uh, reason. You know, you you'd, what you need backup. You, you need players there. So. You know, is is Henry Landry the backup now? It's 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 a strange one, but look, uh, we'll we'll find out more in the next couple of days, I'd imagine. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, look, I suppose one of the biggest things here is that we have a very good eleven. We don't have we've we've a very decent uh, fourteen. We've a very average sixteen. Uh, 60, and now what I'm talking about is a man uh, size of squad. So we have a very good one to 11, we have a very decent uh, one to 14, and we have a very average one to 16. If you were to do it in, in terms of that, there's been times this year where, like, where we're looking at the bench and with the greatest will in the world, and people here know that I, I think I think highly uh, of Keenan Davis for the work that he does, and I think highly of, of, of certain players for the work that they do, but. You know, having options, making sure that we don't have to run John McGinn into the ground, making sure that we don't have to push Jack in centrally when Ross Barkley is out of the team. You know, yeah. this is stuff you have to deal with when you're when you're when you're on the crest of the like, wave. I mean, it's it's the difference between pushing on and not pushing on. You oh know, yeah, I know. I know. I know we're going to look at Man City shortly, but just just to put it in perspective, there's potentially seven players missing for Man City tomorrow. They can manage that. If that yeah. if that was us we'd be in trouble. Now, obviously, you know, they're not all their stars, but still it's seven players that would be potentially in the squad that, that, that are doubtful. If we have seven players doubtful, which, which, you know, we worried about over the last week or so, who's going to come back from COVID? Who's going to be able to play? Who's going to be able to last 90 minutes? Because without them, we struggle and we're relying on bringing through uh, under 23s or, or whatever the case may be to, to, to cover them. So, yeah, um, it's important to have it's 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 a squad game, you know. That's why um, Chelsea can play badly and still be there thereabouts every year. Um, they they've got, you know, we saw it last year when the when the when the five subs came on, how much they can change a game. That's the depth that they have. Um, oh yeah. 
it's it, it, it we need to be able to compete at that level so we, we we need to be able to bring players off the bench to change the game to to push us on if we're 1-0 up to go and see out the, the game to, to get this killer second goal or whatever and you know these signings are, are people that can do us you know no disrespect to anybody that's there at the moment mm-hmm. but you do you do look at the bench and go how do we freshen this up how do we make things better and most of the time it's just a case of something happens in the game and that just changes stuff for us um, when you look at Southampton that Southampton game we just got back into it you know with ourselves and nothing was really done to change the the, the outlook on it or, or bring players in or whatever Um but uh, you know that that they're just just examples of what I what I think needs to be there. But you know you look at you look at Barkley going out of the team. You know you'd love to, you'd love to have somebody on standby there to step in. And as a result, Jack was kind of one week on the left, then through the middle, and till till they got it right over the last few weeks. So um, really interesting times. Uh, obviously, a lot of interest in this player, and you know fingers crossed they can get the deal done over the next few days. I I think they I think they will I think they will like the the caliber of people who are reporting it in France, even in Italy and um you know from from the continent in general, uh, plus the fact that you know John Percy has mentioned it that's usually a good thing <laughs> whenever it happens uh to, yeah. it comes to Villa transfers so yeah look I I I'd be for, I'd be expectant of this to come in especially now when we're here mm. and the Connor has been given the green light to leave well that's that's the big um, thing when you when you hear thing. people going when you hear people going out who would be an automatic choice to come in should we be in trouble and especially given that we don't know where people are going to be at after COVID that if they're letting Connor go out there must be there must be some uh, truth behind it and as I said we'll we'll find out very quickly I'd imagine. Exactly, exactly. Well, he's not going to be Morgan Sanson should he sign. He's not going to be able to change the fortunes or dictate any play in this game against Manchester City that we have tomorrow evening. Um, very quickly, Paddy, I suppose. Uh, I didn't watch Man City uh, at the weekend or whatever day it was. Yeah, I think it was Sunday. I didn't watch Man City. Uh, you did. What did you see from this Man City team who've had their own COVID issues themselves as well? But obviously the strength of their squad is just amazing. What have you seen of this team who seems to be coming back right into form again and kind of going under the radar? Well, that's the thing that you, you know they they they're kind of in a sense like ourselves. They're 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 plugging away. They're within touching distance. Nobody was really talking about them until the weekend, and now you're looking at you know they're they're in touching distance as well of 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 being up in that top two or three. So, um, they're. You know, you know what you're getting with Man City. You know what you're getting with Pep. Um, they're a really good side. Uh, the the creativity in there is absolutely phenomenal. They were they were a joy to watch at the weekend. I enjoyed it. It was probably the most enjoyable game of the weekend. Uh, um, obviously, all my family are Man City, so mm. I always tend to watch them because something to talk about because of nothing else to talk about during COVID. Um, but you know, they 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 absolutely. Tour uh, Crystal Palace asunder. Um, no disrespect to Crystal Palace, like they're they're a poor side at the moment. But I just thought Man City were awesome. They, they got they got a couple of great goals as well. Godongan is absolutely on fire at a great goal. Uh, Sterling free kick, which I didn't think he was capable of, stuck mm. in the top corner. So you know it's it's not going to be easy. Um, bear in mind what uh, what what's happened in the last couple of weeks, but. Um, you know, it's 
it's going to be a tough ask for us to go and get something out of this. And uh, I honestly don't know what we're <laughs> what way we're going to be approaching it or looking into it from tomorrow. So um, maybe looking into a crystal ball, I suppose. And I presume yeah. Dean wouldn't give too much away um, to Man City on, on who's available and who's not. So until we see that team sheet at five o'clock tomorrow, I'll, I'll just, uh, we'll sit on the fence with it. But, um, you know, I wouldn't have had any fears about playing Man City the way we were playing at the beginning of the year before the COVID outbreak. So what's to be fearful now? I think we can go and put it up to them and, and rattle their cage a little bit. And, uh, you know, I can see us stifling them. I don't think they'll get as much time passing the ball out from the back as the likes of Crystal Palace gave them. Um Hopefully we have the, the clientele available to, to, to go and do that job. So uh yeah, it's it, it's kind of it's kind of a hard one to 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 preview, not knowing what's gonna happen. Um I think the Man City t- team will be more or less as it was, you know, but Jesus, some of the names that are in there, you know, Sterling, Jesus, De Bruyne, Godongan is absolutely brilliant. The guy Diaz the that's come in as well has been has been very, very good. He has and and uh, John Stones as well. He scored two goals at the weekend. Um, not to read too much into that, but he, he's he's just resurrected himself. Um, so, you know, it's it's not going to be easy, but uh, we'll 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 see what happens. <laughs> I'm kind of uh, a little bit uh, tentative about it, but um, we'll we'll know more tomorrow about where we're going to be in the next. You know, we've so many games over the next two weeks, so. We'll we'll know uh, we'll know where we're at with regards to fitness and who is available. Yeah, yeah. Look, this this game tomorrow is it's it's just there's lots of unknowns. There's lots and lots of unknowns. The Paddy Kelly Bowl, as we're going to have to call it, if it was uh, if it was an American football game, it'll be called the Paddy Kelly Bowl because the two Paddy Kellys would be going against each other. You and your father, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, well, uh, that's that's another thing playing on my mind because you know uh, we went. I went to this fixture at the Etihad last year. Yeah, um, with my father, and you know, um, you know, <laughs> my father's getting old. You know, so you, you worry about him any more years. He's going to be able to manage that trip. Yeah. So you know, it was nice to get that last week or last year, um, albeit the result was absolutely. Terrible. Sure, what can you do? Yeah. Um, but it was. Well, I thought we played quite well in in the Etihad last year. If you remember, it, it was the one. It was the game that kind of uh, stuck the knife in me with regards to VAR because David Silva scored the first goal, and he actually went to yeah. the referee and asked, asked asked for his name to be put on the goal, and they never even checked the fact that he touched it and he touched it in an offside position. Yeah. So. That that was hard to take from from my point of view uh, this time, and I think it, it was the straw that broke the camel's back. I didn't go for a while after it. I'm kind of regretting that now because there's so many games that I'd love to be at and I can't get to. The, but uh, I'll I'll, uh, I'll never complain about the the VAR experience when I'm back in the ground because uh, it's it's the whole day out that I'm missing, mm. and 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 I know tomorrow will be exactly the same where I'm, I'm figuring I could have a, a day out for with a few points with my dad and meeting a few of the Villa boys up there yeah. uh, no doubt in, 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 a, in a boozer around the around the Etihad so look it's a it's a it's a bitter day and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie I'm feeling it at the moment because I'd really love to be going to matches but um if we can weather this one out we'll uh 
we'll have plenty of matches to go to next season and hopefully we'll still be playing as well as we are. Yeah. And uh, it'll be a joy to go and watch. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I, I couldn't even begin to to give a give a result for this game. Um, and I don't think we should either because it's it's just just too many unknowns, intangibles, whatever you want to call yeah. them in the rest of this game. Um, plus, it's not the end of the world if we lose it either. Uh, you know, I would like if you're going to target games in such a short space of time as what we said it was six and 17 days, something along mm. those lines. So it's one every three days, not so bad. It's kind of like back into the territory being in the championship when we had that massive run. I think we were in and around the, the game every three days, uh, situation. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we do sign one or two players that would be nice, kind of bed them in, <laughs> get them in there, get them off the bench, and so on, or even get players that we've injured back, like likes of Trezeguet. Um, that would be nice because to be able to bring somebody on those wide attacking positions is very is, is pivotal to how we play and uh, making sure that we've got energy there to get back and to, to help our full backs but also you know to swap and change up there to make sure that we're attacking from different angles from different sides yeah. of the field and so on that that would be good but um i have absolutely no idea what way this team is going to line up no. i've no idea and i've, I've absolutely not written it off either because no, no, no. we don't know we don't know who was asymptomatic or that's it who was training all the way through it it could be we could be completely off the mark worrying about who's not going to be able to survive 60 or 70 minutes and uh it could be it could be just like a pre-season game for us now where we go out and get those minutes under our belt and get into newcastle at the weekend um as I said, I'm not. I wouldn't be overly disappointed with losing the game. We won't use the the free hit thing again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, it that's the way it feels. It feels like a free hit now, bearing in mind everything that's gone before it. But look, mm-hmm. I've no doubt that they'll go and put it up to them for as long as they can, and um, and they'll do their best. But uh, the result is not the main thing tomorrow. I don't think. I'd like to see a good performance. I'd like to see us yeah. looking looking like we were before the COVID outbreak. And uh, you know, there's no reason why if 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 the fitness is there that they can go and put it up to them. And fingers crossed that that's what, that's what we've got to look forward to tomorrow. Hundred percent. I like that synopsis, and I wouldn't add anything else to it of value. So I'm not going to. That's exactly how I feel on uh, on this game tomorrow. Um, yeah, as I say, we're going to just kind of I suppose sit back and see see what where this takes us tomorrow. Be absolutely over. The- over the moon with a win a win in this game tomorrow puts us in a very advantageous situation you know we go back up the league we're down to 10th yeah but it's a kind of a false position having three games in hand and four games in hand and some other teams um but uh a win tomorrow really kind of it's a re- it would be a real kind of flagpole in our season as to uh, as to another achievement because you know our record with against the, the perceived top six is is huge so from that point of view, uh, if we're steady, if we're structured, if we're, um, I suppose, conscious of everybody's role and look, as I say, if we've got the horses to bring them off the bench and keep things ticking over, if we were to go there and get maybe one all, a scrape of one-all draw and they'll all draw, I'd be absolutely over the moon. If we were to win it, it'd be fantastic. But also if we were to lose with a good performance, I wouldn't be too disheartened either. So uh, exactly. that's essentially what you said yourself and I 100% agree with it. Is there anything else, Paddy, before we... Anything else? Uh, happy birthday to the greatest Villa player ever, Steve Staunton. <laughs> His birthday today. <laughs> I'll, uh, leave him, I'll, I'll leave him have that accolade on his birthday, I suppose. 
I, I don't I don't think uh, too many people would agree with me there, but anyway, there you go. <laughs> Happy birthday, Steve Staunton, today. <laughs> okay, we leave we leave you away with it just for the day that it's, 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 it's his birthday. We leave you away with it. Um, yeah. So thanks everybody uh, for listening. Uh, you can catch Paddy on at Villa Paddy. You can catch me on uh, Love McGrath Pod. Uh, yeah, Man City coming up today, coming up soon, and or on on Wednesday, and uh, it's really going to be kind of a barometer as to where the squad is now after uh, the trials and tribulations of the COVID outbreak, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it, and and uh, thank God that we've got Aston Villa football back again, and all that's left to say is up the Villa, up the Villa. Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.